What's up? Welcome back to So Good So Far podcast. I'm coming at you alone today. Uh, Nicole is on vacation. Well, by the time that this comes out, she will be back, actually. I think she's visiting some family in mm, Arkansas, Kansas, I don't know, one of the flyover states. Anywho, I just want to apologize for missing another week. I know that our content is not always the most consistent. It's just simply because we both work 40 hours a week. And I've just personally had a very hard two weeks. Kind of got screwed over at the company I work for a little bit. And then it just made me kind of want to have a complete career change. So, you know, just a normal just a normal week, another week, another identity crisis, you know me. We are going to keep doing it as long as possible, as well as we can, until we can't possibly do it no more. I uh, also want to let you guys know that I have made a TikTok video, as as the kids say. I followed a trend that used a sound from The Good Place, it like kind of compares a, a celebrity with your partner and so I did Nick Cage and my boyfriend obviously so you can find that at my own TikTok which I think is just Jackie's Attic just like my Instagram and I hope that you guys enjoy this coming episode. We are discussing consumerism today and tips to kind of stay away from the capitalistic vortex that will suck you in um also called target i had to make a dig on target because we really hyped target up in this episode and they are just another corporation which shocked me when i found that out today guys thank you so much for listening we really appreciate all your support and nice comments and when we get a message from you guys on the instagram or anything it's just it's really nice. Yeah, it just reminds me that I've actually done something with my life. Please enjoy. So we're going to be discussing today environmentally responsible consumption. And we want to kind of save minimalism, the idea of minimalism for a future episode. We're going to talk about just kind of like socially overall consumption habits and their effect on the environment. It's no secret that consumerism, especially in America, is at an all-time high. Consumerism plus waste, things that just go to waste. So we're consuming more than ever and we're also wasting more than ever. And you're like, how does that math line up? Right. And so like Jackie said, like we do want to talk more about um, minimalism and like literally just consuming less. But more today, we just want to talk about how to like be more responsible with your consumption, especially when it comes to the environment, which is the biggest one of the biggest things that's affected by this insane amount of consumption and waste. And, and um, also, it also really sucks because the way that our media is and it leads itself more to advertising for stuff. You're constantly told to buy X and will help Y problem, and like, you know, you're taught that like things solve your issues, mm-hmm. and so we're over time, we're kind of reprogrammed to think that like the more we buy, the better we're going to feel. And I feel like that is still programmed within me. Like I'm constantly fighting that. I don't know about you. I'm like constantly fighting that. 
Definitely. Like, I think, I don't know. I try to think, but I don't really like buy a lot of stuff, but I think about bigger purchases that I think are going to make my life better. Like this new Mm -hmm. car, which like, to be fair, I needed that new car, but it did make me feel happy. I've been really like riding a high from it and being like, I love this car. Every time I get in and I'm like, I freaking love this car. It's so nice. Like there's all these great features. It does in a lot of ways, make my life easier and take some things off my plate. Yeah. And it sucks for a purchase to make you feel that way. Right. But it's like, at the same time, the other thing that sucks that I've been thinking a lot about lately is like, I mean, this can be a totally other episode, but just as a quick point, like the hard thing is that people always want to say like money can't buy happiness. And we've talked about this before, but it's like, if you are very financially unstable, like a lot of people our age are, or a lot of people in this country are, your life is more stressful. There are things that are harder. You can't buy convenience. You can't, that's the biggest thing for me is I'll pay for convenience. Like I will will pay for convenience. It just like, I don't, I don't think that money can necessarily buy happiness, but definitely not having money can easily contribute to unhappiness. Yeah. So it doesn't think having money doesn't. No. And so that's the thing. It's like, when I think about purchases that I make, it's not so much like clothes or like things it's, I mean, it's a lot of times it's like big purchases that I'm like, man, I would love to have the money to get like right now. I would love to have the money to get a new computer that would make my life easier in a lot of ways, but it's like, ultimately, do I really need to buy that thing? I don't know. I think what we're really talking about though today are things that like, not really about, do you need that thing or do you not? Like, I think we do want to touch more on that in a minimalism episode, but more of like when you are consuming, are you doing it responsibly? Are you doing it in a way like, are you being intentional about your purchases and thinking about am I going to use this thing? Can this thing be reused or am I just going to throw it away after one use? You know, we'll get into everything, but I think that's kind of what we want to talk more about today is just being a lot more conscious about your consumption. Yes, exactly. And especially like as an American, because it does seem so natural just to spend things like, you know, to spend money on things, especially when, you know, you get on Instagram and you see like, these people's like beautiful houses or like beautiful products that they have. And it's like, they're gifted those. And so you're like, I need to buy all those things, but you know, you actually just don't. And yeah, I think like social media is like a huge contributor to the consumption. mm -hmm. The nice thing is that you can also use social media to find really great products to buy that are environmentally and socially responsible. That that's which also is, true. Yeah, yeah, which is cool. Like those small companies can like get their foot in the door mm-hmm. in there. But I get what you're saying. Like yeah. mm-hmm. watching all these people get all these products that you're like, I can't even afford that. You know? Yeah. You know, sometimes you'll have a product and you're like, I actually don't even need to make it more eco-friendly. I should just not get that product. You right. Like do I even really need that thing? I think yeah. that's like a great place to start when it comes to thinking about your consumption is like Am I buying something that I'm actually, that I actually need and I'm going to use mm-hmm. and is going to um, contribute to my overall like health or well being or yeah. whatever, you know? I feel like that's like a really big question when it comes to beauty products mm-hmm. and also like household stuff. You know, when you have all these like beauty products, you just like obtain beauty products as, as a female. I just feel like you're always getting just random beauty products, either <laughs> like for free or you're just like buying them. You use them and you're like, Mm, no difference. You know? Right. Like I didn't, I'm not, 
a happier, better person because of this thing. Yeah. But now I've created more waste in the world. And so I think it's, I think there's two sides of it. There's a, there's the psychological side of feeling like you need things. And I think that's more of an area where you can practice minimalism. And then there's like a financial and physical waste or physical consumption side of things where it's like, what is your effect? What is, or what is the effect of your consumption on Mm -hmm. society, on the earth, on all these different things, your own health or whatever, your own financial (laughs) being. So yeah, we're going to kind of get into all of that, but Mm -hmm. first we just want to start off with some quick stats. Our sponsors, just kidding. First, (laughs) we're going to take a break to talk about (laughs) some of our sponsors. God. That'd be the worst in consumption. So. <laughs> Don't buy these things, but also do. Today we're sponsored by Otters Holding Hands While They Sleep. <laughs> the good place where he's like, this is sponsored by Otters Holding Hands While They Sleep. Um, no, but really to get started, we want to talk about just some stats about consumption and waste in the United States specifically, which is one of the... <laughs> countries that consumes the most and wastes the most love it here yeah and and just for like reference the u.s population is only about five percent of the world's population but like if you look at what we consume and waste it's always like 25 percent of the world's waste or something like that yeah jesus christ like that just means that americans are like more wasteful and consuming more than any other country and you're like how did we get here do you ever just yeah. like look around and be that's like, crazy dude here? amazon can't believe it yeah that's... and like amazon's like a worldwide thing so you, you're wondering like right on in other countries or is it just that people can't afford it it's like i think there's this culture of like people just don't truly think about the fact that maybe amazon is not good like so many people just will like throw it around like oh i'll just get that on amazon and it's like that money is going to a billionaire that just definitely does not need your money. And all of those products are, you know, poorly made and not going to last you a long time and going to be shipped from far away. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's all around like not, but they just throw it, throw that term around. Like it's not right. Like- I completely agree. We could do an entire episode on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. For real. And um, maybe we will. Yeah. We'll do some hard journalism on Amazon. And yeah. really expose them for the truly bad company they are. I don't know if you know this, but Amazon's not good. They just like what Amazon does, not good behavior. <laughs> That's the whole episode. I just we give just, them we give them a C minus. You know, you know those guys that go to the gym and they work out shirtless? That's Amazon. It's just not good behavior. They think it's good, but it's not. Yeah. I could see they think I it's helping. Mm-hmm. They think that everyone around them enjoys it, but it's actually hurting us overall. Well, overall, yeah, people yeah. who work out that is are hurting us. That is an analogy for sure. <laughs> um, anyway, with some quick research, you can find that the amount of personal consumption in America increases 20% every year just personal consumption while the consumption of durable goods, which is like items that last three or more years, like cars, electronics, things that are going to like furniture, appliances, things like that decreases by 10%. So it's like people are buying more and more shit. That's not even going to last three years. And they're buying less and less of things that actually have a life, a longer lifetime and can serve you for longer 
they're just buying more like cheap things basically. This kind of came up recently because iPhone just had their release for their iPhone 13 or whatever. And I was just like looking at the new thing and it's like, okay, better camera, better battery life and better storage. And it's like, do we really need an entire update of a new iPhone for that? Like, right. Like, it's like, how much better can it get? Bring us a new product. Yeah. (laughs) Like bring us like, don't release something unless it's like, can fucking drive for you like come on right but it doesn't matter because it may people want to buy the new one and it makes mm-hmm. them more money yep. and that's money. What to do that yeah and also because the people that don't want to consume more or like can't because of financial limits they have like the oldest iphone and that you can possibly have and now that iphone is going to become irrelevant and they're not going to be like i'm just going to get the next newest one because it's going to be outdated the next year so they're going to be like I guess I'll just get the newest one so that I can have it for a few years and then they buy the newest one right it's a fucking scam yeah everything's a scam basically yeah basically. um and this then podcast is a scam yeah don't listen to us at all bad Actually, behavior every other podcast is a scam but we're not yeah because we're perfect angels <laughs> um so not only are we consuming more and more and more we're also wasting more and more and more when it comes to food especially food waste in the u.s is absolutely insane we waste 1.3 billion tons of food each year in the u.s alone and it's crazy dude that's 30 to 40 percent of our food supply and there's 30 to 40 percent yes and dude when i tell you i mean you know this working in a restaurant is Mm -hmm. sickening the amount of food that's thrown away sickening it's just like the amount of people that don't get boxes and only have their food the amount of food that gets thrown away because it wasn't used that day like and i understand everything has to be like up to code of like food safety it totally makes sense but at the same time it's like it is gross the amount of food that is thrown away in a Mm -hmm. restaurant and and that's just i mean i used to think about just the food i threw away on my shift from my tables mm-hmm. at my and then, restaurant. And then you have like all the other servers at your restaurant and then millions of other restaurants, millions, millions. it's not more billions. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's one restaurant I have no for idea. every seven person, seven people. You never know, dude. Yeah. Wait. That makes sense. Seven well, per person. Cut, out, cut, no, out, no, no, cut this no, out. We don't know no, math. One every set. Oh, seven for the per- world. Uh-huh. That's not that many. Okay, let's just cut out the part about millions and billions of restaurants. That was too far. (laughs) (laughs) I don't Um, know numbers. Don't listen to me. But it's it's also crazy that we could just literally just solve like hunger in the US. With with, yeah, without food waste. Yeah. There's so much freaking food wasted. And then like just as another example, clothing, like over, you know, over 15 million tons of textile waste ends up in a landfill. And there are places who that are like taking textiles now and recycling them and you can bring in your textiles for a discount like at h&m you can do that mm-hmm. but still fast fashion but just i mean and this is just like whenever i was in college i took a class i took a lot of like sustainability classes because i was getting my minor in that i was in this yeah i, I did that minor and i was in this class about electronic waste and it is absolutely horrifying like it and that's just another type of waste people will just throw away Mm-hmm. do not throw away electronics i'll say it again later you know what i think about there's so many fucking vibrators in the ocean i'm sure <laughs> like, there's just dildos for so many of the fishes like so many because like every dildo you throw out it's in the ocean probably or in the landfill 
It's probably more likely to be in a landfill, right? Yeah, but all trash goes to the ocean eventually. A lot of what trash about, goes to the ocean, not all of it. I don't think that's true. A lot of trash just goes directly into the ocean. Yeah, but not all trash ends up in the ocean. What about all the trash in the landfill not in Kansas? All the trash. Yeah, that, that was a correct fact. <laughs> that's just like the billion restaurants all over again. Um, <laughs> we, <laughs> this podcast is about spreading misinformation. <laughs> we're like, we're the only good podcast. It's all just fucking lies. <laughs> it's all just exaggerations. This is why, though, like, you know, I love environmental stuff and I want to like inform people on it, but like, I cannot remember facts. Shit. And also, you just don't n- ever know what facts are like actually true online. Yeah, that's so true. So it's like I'm just like I don't want to spread inf- misinformation. I know there are not a billion restaurants in the world. I just want to clarify. <laughs> we have to leave that part it in now. Feels like there is. <laughs> feels like there's a billion restaurants. It feels like all the trash is in the ocean. I'm like really bad with understanding like how, like scale. Like yeah, I really am. I don't know why. Anyway, mm-hmm. so. We've obviously talked about how much we consume, how much we waste. So we want to talk about like ways to reduce your consumption and really just like we said, be mindful of what you're consuming. I mean, I'm guilty of it. I definitely like just buy things Yeah, that I'm not right. That I'm not going (laughs) to, that I'm not going to use that much or where I spend most of my money is on eating out. And it's like, how long is that really going to last <laughs> 24 hours? Like <laughs> that's going right through me. But, uh, <laughs> but when it comes to actual consumption, like buying things that can for sure be reduced, which would basically fall under minimalism or working towards that. Mm-hmm. So this is one thing where it's like, you feel so dumb doing it, especially if you don't have friends or family that's environmentally conscious but like sometimes I'll just like bring my own stuff like for a while I don't do this anymore because I don't really get leftovers but I was like bringing Tupperware to like mm-hmm. restaurants and yeah and that's like, pretty common so weird but like I had to stop doing that because of COVID because they were like this isn't sanitary you know like a failure bro but yeah it's like common and then like if you ever like go out to eat and you're getting takeout just like you know say no to things like I don't want silverware which is like Mm -hmm. actually plasticware or just like if you're at a grocery store like I don't need a bag and they actually just passed a law in Colorado where bigger businesses can't have like single-use plastics uh or you have to pay 10 cents for a bag yeah yeah in Denver you have to pay 10 cents for a bag now right and like at a lot of restaurants they've like had to switch to plastic free stuff so like they no longer give you plastic straws or whatever I've like noticed a switch in a lot of restaurants that I've been at lately where they like, they'll give you a straw automatically, but it's a paper straw Mm -hmm. or like they'll give you the plastic ones that are made out of plants, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So you can, yeah, I think you're right. You can definitely say no. You can like, the best thing you can do is reduce the amount of things you consume, especially things that, you know, you're going to use once and throw away. Like I remember seeing this video I don't know what it was, TikTok or something of this girl who was like, I'm going to try to have no waste for a whole month. Mm-hmm. And anything that I do have that's like waste, I'm going to put in this jar. It was like a, a mason jar. Her waste for the month only filled up a mason jar. And it was like some random little things, but mm-hmm. everything else was either compostable, recyclable. Like that was just her trash that she would like 
basically sent to a landfill in a whole yeah. month. And I think about that a lot. Like ever since I saw that, I just am like, whenever I just use like a paper towel or I use mm-hmm. something like that and just throw it away, I'm like, I really, what could I have done a little bit differently? But I mean, and that's also a little bit more on the side of just like environmentally conscious living, but yeah. it's like, just, I started just like not buying paper plates, not buying paper right. towels. Like, yeah. Or like, I've been thinking a lot about how, like, you know, it like really sucks when you go to the grocery store and you want a certain product, but like the only product is in plastic, you know, it's like, I will start buying things that's like not in plastic and then like glass or aluminum over plastic and even if it's like more or if it's like not exactly what I wanted a little bit different or like not the same amount it's like overall I just like feel better about that purchase because I know that the packaging isn't as like damaging to the mm-hmm. definitely and I think it does matter like like we've said before you know put your money where you want to see change and even if it's something so small like buying the product that has compostable packaging or the product that has no plastic packaging or whatever, or buying in bulk. Like that's another huge thing. There's a ton of bulk stores all over Denver where you can take your reusable containers and fill them up with whatever mm-hmm. it is, whether it's like you yeah. said, beauty products, food, household products, like, and, and that stuff's also cheaper. It's, it's cheaper. It's like kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I feel like those stores are like really like small owned businesses and that you can help out instead of going to like this grocery store. Like, I feel like I really started to rely on this grocery store experience where I don't have to talk to anyone where I just like go and I put in my AirPods and I shop around the store, not talking to anyone, don't have a personal experience. And I check out in a self-checkout, don't talk to a single person and leave. And it's like, well, that may be good. I <laughs> think like it feels good at the time. I think it's contributing to my own like social anxiety because like your shopping experience shouldn't be like that. Like, right. Any, like that would have never happened. That would have never happened like hundreds of years ago. It's like when you have to provide for your own community, then like eating and like buying things in general is like a community experience and should Mm -hmm. like stay that way. That's how I think it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And by going to those like smaller owned businesses, you can like form relationships, form a community, support mm-hmm. local. Like that's also so important is supporting local rather than yeah. going through big companies, except for, of course, we like plugged Target in the last episode. Amazing. But they do have a lot <laughs> of good products. Well, they have a lot of like small owned products, like small mm-hmm. owned business businesses, yeah. like that they, that they supply there. And I think it's like, it's really hard to toe that line because they'll supply those products and then those that like business will get like way bigger and then you're like not supporting a small business anymore so you're like okay but I like this product so like what do I do you know yeah but usually it's like they're not becoming like this giant corporation that's the thing is like there's such a big difference between that between like giant corporation and like small business even if it's like even if it does have a lot of users and I think it's just in like all right what is the company itself contributing to like a lot of banks and Amazon and like all these big companies, they are always like giving money into fossil fuels and like oil companies and stuff like that. They're investing in things that are going to hurt the environment overall and just also extremely for profit to a fault, I think, to a point where it's like, 
they're not in it to like give people jobs and give back to their customers. They're in it just to like take as much money as they possibly can. So I think like that's the difference. And there's a lot more research that's involved in supporting small businesses, but I mean, it's so worth it because like when you get a product that you really love and that you feel like is actually ethical and that you're supporting a small business, it like feels good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does. And it's like, whenever you take the time to make really intentional purchases that are environmentally friendly or they're more environmentally conscious than what you used to buy or whatever, it's like, it feels so much more rich almost. And we've talked about this with slow living, intentional living, like let that bleed out into all these other areas of your life. Like when you go to buy something, don't just overbuy a bunch of food that you're going to end up throwing out. That bag of spinach is in your fridge right now. Eat it before you throw it out. What are you doing? Yeah. So good. Yeah. And I guess, so we've been talking about food specifically a lot. So I guess like to go more into food about like, you know, reducing your amount of food waste. I think a really big part of that is just like learning how to freeze foods or like Mm -hmm. learning how to put foods into more things and yeah. Or like just storing mm -hmm. foods in general, like there's meals too. mm -hmm, There's so many better ways to store food than the way we get them, which is like in a plastic Mm -hmm. package or in a plastic bag, you say with vegetables or something, it's like, you can store it in a way that keeps it good for so much longer. It's Mm -hmm. out there. The information's out there. It's just a tiny bit of research that it takes to keep that food better for longer. That way it's not going bad and being wasted. And yeah, like actually using the food that you get, like, right. Like don't go. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't go to the store and just like mindlessly throw stuff into your basket. Mm -hmm. Like if you're being intentional, okay. Plan your meals for the week Mm -hmm. or only buy stuff for, I mean, even if it, if it's super inconvenient, okay. But just buy stuff for three days or something. And because you know, you're going to eat all that. Mm-hmm. And then it's eaten and then you go to the store again, whatever. I mean, that's not how everyone, not everyone can do it that way based on where you live and all this stuff, but don't overbuy with a lot of things. Like right. if you're going to go and be like, I need to get new makeup or I need to get some new clothes. Okay. What do you actually need that you're actually going to wear? That's not just like, mm-hmm. oh, this next new thing that's trending that I want to have so I can like be on trend. It's like, what are you actually going to use? It's not yeah. even so much of like, if you don't need it, don't buy it. Like you should buy things that make you feel good and like mm-hmm. bring you joy, but don't just mindlessly buy things and then be like, I've never been people who, okay, this is what sends me. I have never understood this. There are so many people who are like, I'm selling some clothes. Like, and I don't know if you do this. I mean, this is just, I don't, I've never had experience like this, but they're selling their clothes from their closet, whatever they're in a closet hall. And they're like, this thing never been worn, still has the tags. I bought it three years ago, never wore it. I'm like, why did you buy it? I don't understand the logic behind that. Like, yeah, I don't see something Everything and I think, buy. I'm like, I'm going to wear home. I'm going to wear this immediately. Like maybe I yeah, have no self-control, but like when I was a kid, I would go shopping like for school clothes. I would come home and put on every single outfit, mm-hmm. show my mom, do a fashion show, like all this business. And I was wearing that stuff every single day I wore new clothes every single day until all my new clothes were worn. Yep. Yeah. I'm not wearing an old pair of clothes. Like, and if I'm going to buy something that's even like a one-time wear, like a 
really nice dress for a party. I don't know. I don't go to fancy parties. Let's say you're buying like a bridesmaid dress or something. It's like Mm -hmm. those things. Yeah. You know, you're only going to wear it once or like, maybe you can get a second use out of it, of course. But like, I don't get it. Can someone like, just like normal everyday clothes. Yes. They're like, oh, this jacket Mm -hmm. bought it, never wore it. I'm like, why? I just think it's good to be more conscious. Like, what you're buying clothing wise. And if you're actually going to use it and wear it, because that's a huge source of waste. Mm-hmm. There's a few things I want to say about clothing, actually. So first of all, there's a lot of brands that are more ethical, especially like with pants, like jeans take so much water to make like denim in general, just takes so much water. Mm-hmm. So being really conscious of the water usage usage that's made that makes the denim that you're wearing is really important or just like thrifting them because you know there's so much stuff out there already that it's gonna be out there so you might as well use that stuff and go to the thrift store and find that kind of stuff but also just repurposing your clothes like you know there's this trend that's kind of more recent but I've really liked is like cutting the bottom of your shirts off and just for like a more like rough look. And I feel like I really like that. And, um, and a lot of the shirts that I had that I just feel like I didn't wear that much once I started cutting them a certain way and like cutting the sleeves and the bottom, I started wearing them way more. And otherwise I probably would have like donated them. So like you can repurpose them into doing something more trendy. If you're, if you want to be kind of more trendy or if you just like a looks more. Yeah. I think that was like, that just reminded me of something that Paige was doing for a little while, like a few years ago where she was like upcycling clothing, Mm -hmm. where you just kind of like take a piece of clothing and make it better, make it more trendy, add something to it. Like whatever it is, you can, there's all sorts of things, but it's basically taking something that maybe you were going to get rid of and making it better Mm -hmm. (laughs) or more of like your style or like anything you were saying. And that's such a good idea. I mean, I think and, and if you can't do that, like you said, thrifting, like take your clothes to a thrift store and let someone else buy them, you know, and reuse them and continue mm-hmm. getting use and continue the lifetime of this piece of clothing. And a lot of times, a lot of thrift stores, they'll give you money for their, your clothes or they'll give you a credit to the store. That's more than the money that they'll give you. And then you can just put that back into buying clothes. Like if you need clothes, just thrift your own clothes and get more money or get more clothes with that, with those clothes. And then you're right. like exchanging goods for, you know, more goods kind of. Exactly. Like you're keeping again, the life cycle of that item, mm-hmm. which is kind of like the biggest thing that you want to do is see how much of the life cycle that you can get out of something. So that's why reusing things or buying things that can be reused or have more than hopefully at least more than one use, but so many things that we buy are single use. So mm-hmm. that's what's tough. I mean, not clothes, but like, yeah, I mean like sometimes. food stuff, like yeah. yeah, to go back to food, like food stuff is always going to be one time use because you eat it and then it's done. When it comes to food, I think it's more about reducing that waste that's being put into the environment. Like, you know, there's those vegetable boxes, like imperfect foods where those foods that were going to be thrown out are actually given to people and not just like thrown away. I think those are really important. And then again, just using not only the food, but 
what you're storing the food in, like instead of going to the store and buying berries that are in a plastic box, like Mm -hmm. go to the farmer's market if you can, you know, in the summer and buy the berries that are in like the compostable little crates, crate thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, it's just one different step. And then in that sense, you're supporting local farmers, like you said, and you're also not wasting and then figure out the best way to store that food in a reusable container, whatever that is, Mm -hmm. reuse your jars as a place to store your herbs. Like there's just so many things. You just have to look it up. We also just want to touch on a few other things, which we already kind of did. We talked about clothing. We talked about beauty products, food, and basically with all of these things, cleaning supplies, you know, we wanted to talk about, it's super easy to make your own cleaning supplies. And it's also Mm -hmm. better because you can make them like non-toxic and say like, not have all these crazy toxins in them that come in regular cleaning supplies. But with all of this, especially with items like beauty and hygiene products, cleaning products, all these kinds of things that you're, that you might want to buy, like the more environmentally friendly version, whether that's cruelty-free makeup, whatever. Yeah. Or like I see so many people, this drives me insane. I'm sure we've talked about this. I feel like we have, but people posting up being like, getting rid of all my makeup and replacing with all like non-toxic blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, all of your partially used makeup, use the rest of it before you buy all this new stuff. Like, I think you said this in an episode at one point, mm-hmm. build up your collection slowly, build it up as you run out, yeah. you run out of a mascara. Okay. Buy the one that's packaged in compostable packaging next. Mm-hmm. Don't increase your consumption. Do Like that makes no yep. sense logically. Yeah. And like, not only that, but I think it really hurts to see like people do that because you know that they're not going to like every single product in the right. line. You they know? just bought think, the oh, whole about set on yeah, we did episode. Oh yes. Yes. You know? Yes. Where it's like, I know I do this. Mark does this and you probably do this where every single product we have is from like a different line of some sort of usually like maybe we'll have like one or two from the same company, but Usually it's just like all different companies. Right, like you find what you like. Yeah, you find what you like. And if you just clear out everything and then get all new stuff, you're going to be like, I don't like this one either. And you're going to throw that one away. And then you're just creating double, even triple the waste because you aren't just like slowly doing your research and adding good products. Like I just started switching to natural deodorant and I had like a bunch of, like it takes me forever to use deodorant because I have small armpits. (laughs) what <laughs> does that even mean just, just kidding no but I was using like old spice for a while because I thought like you know like oh my god I just don't want to sweat then I was like okay as we've discovered good. a lot yeah. of those things are not good for you right like not sweating is actually not good for you it, right. it, it should be like an anti <laughs> you shouldn't get like antiperspirants like you shouldn't like have something that's like stops you sweating like mm-hmm. that would be like getting something that's like stops you from like having a wet mouth or eye you know right like you're supposed to yeah yeah you're, you're supposed to have spit I don't know where that was going <laughs> or like, if this stops you from having wet eye it's, bad for the it's a bad thing yeah it's bad, bad behavior thing. right there yeah it's like we wouldn't stop that for like our eyes and your mouth so why are we stopping it for our armpits just because like it maybe smells but like you're it's supposed just supposed to be like anti-smell you know but yeah deodorant it's supposed yeah it's just supposed to like deodorize you anyway so I was using like old spice and I was like waiting like it takes me like six months to use like an old spice container but like I was waiting till I did that and then I got 
this deodorant and I was like, this is not working at all. But before I bought a new one, I still use the whole thing just to, yeah. just to give it its full run. And of course, we're not talking about like if you have a, a terrible reaction or right, yeah. if, if you're, you're getting rid of a sure. like, yeah, if you're getting rid of a laundry detergent because it's making you break out or mm-hmm. a cleaner that is like very toxic and it's giving you lung problems. Like, don't, don't right. we're not out here being like, yeah, don't harm, harm yourself. yourself. Make good choices. <laughs> but don't be out here throwing away your shampoo and conditioner mm-hmm. so you can get a freaking shampoo bar when you still have two right. full things of shampoo. Like, Unless your hair is falling out, what are you doing? Yeah, but I just finished my conditioner and I got a conditioning bar. High bar? High bar. Do you Shout out to Lexi. Remember Lexi told us about that. Oh. But yeah, I've seen it. That's right. Lexi, I was wondering, I totally forgot where I heard that, but she's so right. Like, it's really good. Mm -hmm. It's actually really good. I really recommend it. And it comes in like completely uh, plastic-free packaging. Mm -hmm. I got it from King Supers. Wow. I saw it at Whole Foods, but. Yeah. Good to know. So yeah. And I, and I only have a conditioner bar cause I still have shampoo left. So I'm just waiting until I use my shampoo Yeah, and switch to the bar for shampoo. And it's like, it feels better because you're like, okay, I've made a better decision, but like it, you know, I know that I like the conditioning one. So I know I'm probably going to like the shampoo one, but like, yeah, if just I like just trying things yeah, out, if I just threw out the bottles that were half full then and got the new stuff like what if I just didn't like either one of the bars yeah well and and also just throwing out the bottles of half full like use that use it yeah what are you doing like to me this is maybe like just to close out this section it is also so satisfying maybe this is a personal thing but to like use things up I love using things up like that's like when you're like it is Mm -hmm. when you're like say you like are like I have nothing to eat and then all of a sudden you throw together some meal and you're like wow like I used up this thing and this thing this thing that feels so good to like have used that and not just like go out and order Postmates because none of this looks good or like and then have like something go bad even right then it's gonna go bad exactly and Mm -hmm. same with like even if I get like a sample of something from Sephora. They're like, we're giving out samples. I like keep those little things and I'm like, oh, I can use this. Like if I run out of something, I'll use this little thing of lotion or something. You know, it's just like, Mm -hmm. I want to use that thing before I go buy all this other stuff. Why would you want to add to the thing? Why don't you want to like get rid of stuff, Mm -hmm. you know? And and also I feel like sometimes you think that you want something and then like a week goes by where you don't have it. And you're like, I honestly, I guess like don't really need that thing. Cause I've lived without it for a week and I'm like mm-hmm. the same exact as I was before. Right. Exactly. Like whenever I go to target, why not, why not just double down again on target and I'm going through, there's now like a whole Ulta section in target, which is like, okay. Too much for my little yeah, consumer's yeah, yeah. brain. <laughs> Yeah, it's like really dangerous, honestly. It is, dude. So I'll walk through and I'll be like, oh, I want this face mask. Oh, I want this thing, I want this mm-hmm. thing, I want this thing. And it's like, we're not out here being like, don't buy the avocado toast. Don't buy the lattes. That's why you're broke. Like, no, you should buy things that make you happy, make you feel good. But we're just kind of talking about like, don't mindlessly buy shit and contribute to this terrible, toxic culture of consumerism. But yeah. I really try to like, I feel like I'm pretty good about being like, I don't need that thing. Right. I've yeah, been surviving my whole life like without I'm, this thing. I'm pretty good at that too, but it's like and I'm definitely fine. practice. It is. Oh, it totally is. Yeah. But I feel like I've always been, I've never been someone to be like, I need all these products or all these different things. Like, I'm just like, I'm fine with this thing. And I know people have different needs and different, but I think it's okay to think, do I really need this? Yeah. Is this going to serve me? Or do yeah. I, do, does it just seem like something that's going to fill 
some sort of void that I'm like trying to fill, you know? And I think like, it is actually really hard for me to go into Target and be like, I actually don't need that. I don't need that. I don't need that. And so what I'll do after, you know, when I'm in Target or Trader Joe's or wherever, I look in my cart and I see like, okay, what do I have here? And I like go through every single product. Do I need this? Do I need this? Do I need this? And I'll, every time without a doubt, I'll take out at least three things. Yeah. And I think that's like a great practice. Like we want to talk about ways, like we in particular want to be more environmentally conscious and just conscious in general about Mm -hmm. our consumption. So I think that's a great tip. Like maybe just giving a few like more specific tips like that. Um, Like you said, taking, getting everything and then being like, do I really need this thing? Yeah. I'm really going to use it. Yeah. And and going and being like, do like a lot of times I'll like go through like kind of a survey uh, when I'm looking at everything, I'll think like, first of all, do I already have some version of this thing that either I'm not using or that like, I think I need another one of like a lot of times if I'm like, if I have some sort of beauty product, I'm like, oh, do I actually have one of those already? And is this just a backup? I don't need to buy another one of this. So I'll, I'll think about that. I'll also think, do I have a purpose for this thing? Like if it's food, especially like, do I know what I'm going to make with this? Or am I just buying it because it like looks pretty or it looks good, you know? when you're hungry type of thing yes and don't go I mean I was like don't do this we're not out here telling people what to do but I really try to always have a list when I go to the grocery store that is a huge help because then you're just looking for those things on your list and yeah of course you're going to pass something and be like oh I need that too or I forgot to add that to the list whatever but having a list and also making a menu of like what you're going to have that week even if it's just like general doesn't be like all these Mm -hmm. recipes but knowing I'm going to use this thing for this recipe. I'm going to use this thing in my breakfast smoothies. I don't know. You know, like you said, it has a purpose. It's going towards something. It's not just like, well, I could use like this thing. I want to get, I used to buy like five different types of fruit at the store. Cause I'd be like, man, or like vegetables, you know, like I want to eat more. I want to try. Yeah. yeah, I want to eat more fruits and vegetables. So I'm going to buy like, we talked about this before, but I'm going to buy like five types of fruit and five types of veggies. It's like, you're never going to eat all that, especially if you live alone mm-hmm. or you are, you're shopping just for yourself or even just for you and one other person. It's like, you're not going to eat all that. That is so much, but like try to narrow it down and say, be more intentional. Like we've said a hundred times, buy just a couple of those things. Mm-hmm. If you run out, you can always go to the store. More, there's yeah. not, there's not a limit of how many times you can go to the store. Like, you yeah, know? I think the only problem with like going to the store a lot is that you do end up buying more things than you need usually when you go to the store. Right. You know what you go to the store and need toilet. You need toilet paper. You mm-hmm. need new sh- more shampoo or something. You need, you toothpaste, need yeah. whatever. Yeah. Things and that you, you have to get those things with more environmentally friendly things by doing like more research. But like a lot of the things that we get, like aren't things that we need, you know? Yeah. There are a ton of things that you end up passing by, you know, you're in the toothpaste aisle and then you're like, well, I could like get this mouthwash and I could get like this new toothbrush and I could get this other random thing. It's just, there's, it's so easy to be like, well, while I'm here, I might as well feel like I just need this. I have a friend who is so funny about this. We'll always, we'll be like, we'll go to target. It's always freaking target. I, the amount of times we've dropped target, we should be billionaires on this podcast, Mm -hmm. but she will come home with all sorts of stuff, decorations for her house, candles, whatever. I mean, you name it. She will, she'll buy like a Keurig and be like, well, I just really felt like we needed this. Well, I got this thing because this thing is just justifying her purchases. 
it's not that she can't afford it. And it's not that like, she's out here just like mindlessly spending, but, or mindlessly consuming, but I seriously feel like she cannot stop herself. Like in stores, especially like a home goods type of place, mm-hmm. <laughs> she, like literally will just be like, well, I feel like we need this because of this, or I really want this because of this thing. And I think it's so easy and I'm not, I'm not judging her or shaming her. I'm just, it's just an example because it's so easy to think first, your first thought is I don't need that. And then your second thought is, well, you try to justify it. I might, mm-hmm. well, actually, it actually would be good for me to have that thing because you like, start like visualizing yourself yeah, with like, it. Well, I might need that candle because like sometimes I need to put it in the bathroom. I don't like what it's just, you come up with these ideas. I need this pillow because my pillow actually does have a stain on it. It's just like the most random stuff you come up, you start making up these ideas in your head of why you actually think you need this thing. Like we know, like I said, we know what we need and we know what we want and we're justifying. And I think it's just a matter of, it's not a matter of restricting yourself and saying, I'm not going to buy anything that I don't need. Like some people want to do that. And I think that's great, but also sometimes getting a new outfit is a great thing to do. It makes you feel good. Like whatever. There's so many, just like maybe use that, those like excusing excuses sparingly. Right. Exactly. Otherwise they're not excuses. They're just, if you're doing it all the time, it's, you know, yeah. If it's, if it's a pattern, if it's a habit, if it's something that's not serving you, that's hurting your bank account, or that Mm -hmm. is destructive to the environment because you barely use it and you throw it away or whatever. I think it's kind of easy to tell the difference and knowing like when you're, you know, doing something nice for yourself versus when you're just mindlessly doing it because you think it's going to fill a void or you think you need to have all the newest products or, Mm -hmm you're just bored. I don't know. People just go out and spend money. Couldn't be me. Uh, unless yeah. we're going to a restaurant. Right. Can't be stopped. Can't be stopped. Um, Sushi. I won't. I'll stop at nothing. Can't stop. I'll stop. stop. Yeah. So I, I feel like we're going to have a lot more environmentally responsible products coming up, like recommendations a lot. Like mm-hmm. I like recommending them. I'm always trying to make switches to more responsible choices every time mm-hmm. I run out of something. So we'll and keep I- sharing that stuff. Yeah. I was just gonna say, I want to do the same thing. And I think Mm -hmm. it's not something that has always been my focus. I'll buy the thing that I always have used, or I'll buy the thing that I just, that has the best packaging. I feel like a hundred percent packaging. If luckily environmental packaging is like starting to become (laughs) Mm -hmm. really popular. Yeah, it is. It's always like really cute. Mm -hmm. If it's branded cute, I will buy it. Yep. So that's another hard thing for me. If something has cute branding, I have a hard time saying it is dude. It's hard, but it's such a testament to graphic design and marketing anyway, back on track. Um, I think, yeah, you're right. We want to like make a commitment. I mean, you already do this. I think like I'm going to start recommending products that I try and obviously you should too, because you have a lot more experience with buying those, but on the next like upcoming episodes, we'll just talk about different products that we've tried that are, Mm -hmm environmentally friendly that we really like because I think people are always on the hunt for like a better people want to make product. better decisions if they yeah. can I think yeah it's just like it's just hard want to do the research yeah you're I inundated totally with so much freaking information yeah. you're like I don't even know I'm just gonna get my freaking suave mm-hmm. body wash and call it good and it's like no don't do that stop mm-hmm. buying suave <laughs> anyway um, so if you want to learn more about environmentally responsible products uh, you can always 
visit us online at our own Instagrams and our podcast Instagram, which is at so good so far podcast. My personal one is at Jackie Zadek. And you can find me at Nicole Pilgreen. Have a good rest of your week. We'll Have see a good you next week, week, everyone. See you next week. It's been okay. First of all, before we do this, the reason when we say it's been so good so far has been so off is because we're recording remote. Oh yeah. But I was just going to say, we also like are looking at each other when we're doing it and we're like waiting for the other person's mouth to move and we should just say it at like a normal pace. Okay. It's been so So good good so so far. far.